Today's podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, No Gain. No Gain is much like Rogaine or Propecia. It has all the side effects of Propecia. It kills your dick, gives you lots of headaches, and gives you dizziness. But unfortunately, it doesn't grow any hair in your head. You get all those side effects, though. interested in watching a scary movie yeah why not i'm always interested in a scary movie even though it's not really that time of the year it's no not, not that scary time of the year then would you rather talk about scary movies? yeah let's do that all right <laughs> <laughs> let's just get into it let's jump into it yeah i saw a really good horror movie the other day Go we were just on. talking about uh the movie get out if you guys haven't seen it it's fantastic it's probably the most fun I, and i should say fun i've had the at the movies in a really long time because I, th- I think it it kind of, uh, it had elements of horror and comedy. Okay. It just kind of fit together really well nice. uh, for me. But um, yeah, I, that's something I've been doing more in the last few years going to horror movies and theaters. It's not something I, I was ever really into. Yeah. But I've gotten to, I've like uh, gained an appreciation for them. I would say I actually see horror movies more than anything else now in the theater. Really? Of the, of the last couple of years. Yeah, because I'm thinking now... Besides Get Out, which is definitely the best I've seen mm-hmm. in a long time. Before that, I saw one earlier. I'm sorry. It was last year, and it was with a... Uh, I'm forgetting the name. It's escaping me. It was with a guy who was blind. Oh. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, oh, my God, yes. And it I keep forgetting like, the name, and maybe I've even talked about it on the podcast before. It was something like, oh, my God, is it like Be Quiet or Silence, the no like... You're very... You're, you're like... Isn't it... You're very close, and I'm sure there are people listening right now who are screaming. Oh, there's like, Why don't you know the name? It, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, the premise is a bunch of like teens sneak into a blind man's they, house they, yeah. to kind of like trash it or rob him or something like that, and it, he's got like daredevil senses or shit like that. Yeah, and it. Just, I mean, that movie was good. It's it was pretty crazy. It wasn't my favorite, but it was mm-hmm. still very good and just not not what I had expected. Okay. Anyway. But that's the thing I like about horror movies is if, if one's really good, it's gonna. There's a lot of shocking elements. <laughs> I never like horror movie trailers because I feel like they're all pretty mm. cheesy. Yeah, they all kind of seem they they do the thing where it gets really quiet and then something jumps out at the last second and then like the title, yeah, the title yeah. card comes out <laughs> right after. It's always the same. Yeah, definitely. So you would say you are a fan of horror movies? Oh, of course. Uh, and I would say that. I wasn't always mm-hmm. gr- growing up, and, and I had nothing against them. It just wasn't my preferred genre. Yeah. And now, as I've gotten older, it's been something that I've I really grown to appreciate and actually seek them out more, probably more so than like a typical drama. Okay. Yeah. What do you think it is about like horror movies that people are just drawn to? Well, I think that's just it. It they do a good if it's a good one, it draws you in really well. Mm-hmm. Where there's no you're kind of trying to figure out with whoever like the protagonist is. You're trying to figure out, you're kind of following along with them. Mm-hmm. Whereas you watch a drama or even like a rom-com or something, it's very easy to, to start to lose interest if nothing... It's like the same with like an action movie where you're kind of following along and, you know, some if exciting things are happening, it kind of, it keeps your attention. I mean, I think that's the kind of people we are is we need something to kind of grab our attention. I feel like horror movies do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a specific type of horror movie that you're... You, you typically go to see out of other types because I mean you that that's it's like metal. There's a million mm. different subgenres. Yeah, of that. 
Yeah, I think it's it's mostly um, suspense thrillers that type mm-hmm. that type of thing because just a horror movie where scary scary things or people are just jumping out at you. Yeah. That doesn't really that's not really that much fun. Mm-hmm. And I still like some older like um, like the movie Scream. Okay. It's a fun yeah. movie. It's kind of silly now when you watch it again, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still something I enjoy. But that's one of those movies where someone it's just a like it's a typical formula with a killer coming out and you know you got to hide from the killer and he's trying yeah. to get you. It's very it's very simple and yeah they're trying to figure out who it is and whatnot. It's a very kind of classic formula, right. which is fun sometimes. But I would rather have something more like psychological suspense thriller yeah. something the, like that I'm in the same boat I, yeah. I typically go for more of the thrillers mm-hmm. as opposed to just the I don't know the jump scare kind of yeah. movies where I think like you're saying it's just it's the typical formula of bad guy lots of jump scares it's it's missing the Alfred Hitchcock element you know yeah. suspense is the is the key well he was the king yeah. I mean he really was the king have you seen a lot of Hitchcock movies I've seen... Besides High Anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen only a few. I've yeah. seen Psycho. Psycho, yeah. And Vertigo. Yeah. Like the two ones I, I think saw. those are the two I've seen. I've seen parts of another of Rear Window, I think. Is, what is that the one with... Oh, my God. He's the guy he's from... They play it every Christmas. He's like, what do you want, Mary? Uh, J- uh, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Well, I don't... Yeah, he is in that, but he's also in Vertigo as well. I think he, mm. he used... Hitchcock used him a lot. Yeah, so I was talking about the that one, the rear rear view window. Yeah, I've rear seen window. Okay. rear window. Yeah, I've seen like only a few scenes from that, mm-hmm. but I know that a lot of movies kind of use that that uh, formula. There's that yeah. one with uh, Shia LaBeouf, um, Disturbia. Oh, dis- I, I like to disturb. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it as well. I think that was very. That good. was like taking that kind of idea to another level, yeah. where there's obviously there's more blood and gore and stuff like that in today's kind of film than there are back in Hitchcock's era. But yes. it took that that idea to another level. That I really enjoyed. Yeah. And just to go, just to jump back real quick. Yes. The name of that movie we were talking about was called Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Don't yes. Breathe. Yeah. Which is such a Kicking simple myself. title, but I keep, I always forget it, though. Because mm-hmm. there was another time, too, where I was trying to figure out what the what the hell that movie was. Very good, though. Very good. Also, another one I saw last year was The Witch, which was okay. That one, talk about like tra- movie trailers, it yeah. just kind of creeped me out. Yeah. It didn't... I don't know. I was... You know what my problem... I don't know. My problem... Did you see the movie? I did not. The problem with that one that I had is I actually... I needed subtitles. It was hard oh, because... Really? Because it took place in like the 1600s, mm-hmm. the way they were talking, I couldn't, there was a lot I really just didn't oh, pick really? up on. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble and it was getting, <laughs> it was it was cool. I think it was well done, but it kind of, and the ending was kind of weird and cheesy for me, but I, I thought that it was just hard to understand. Mm. So that was my issue. Yeah. Um, but it, let's let's jump back to, uh, to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, which we movie? Talk about Disturbia. Oh yeah, yeah. That was I, I really liked it, and I'm now I'm blanking on who the antagonist in that that film was, but I've seen yeah, him in a I, bunch I, of I, I different know, things. Yeah, that actor, I'm, and I'm, he he I'm was great in that film. Yeah, he. Oh yeah, he was menacing. He yeah, was it was the the movie was just about um, what is it? Rihanna songs, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's he all. just the the neighbor <laughs> would just play Rihanna. 
24-7, and they were like, "This, we need to get the neighborhood watch on this. Yeah, that actor's name is David Morse. Mm. He is, yeah, he's been a lot, yeah, The Rock, The Green Mile. Yeah, he's, the Rock, he, yes. he's done, I mean, you've seen him around yeah, yeah. in a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'd forgotten about that movie. That one's very good. That one was good. I literally just, I would say, an hour before you showed up, just mm-hmm. watched <laughs> It Follows. Yes. And it's the first time I saw that movie. And I really enjoyed it. It wasn't the best movie I've ever Mm -hmm. seen, but if I'm not mistaken, it was like an indie film Mm -hmm. that it was kind of like an interesting uh, story. And it had Mm -hmm. those kind of thriller moments. Not too many jump scares. Yeah. There was like maybe, I think, two of them. Mm -hmm. There was a few scenes that I thought were just like really great. Yeah. There's... It's a well-shot movie. It was yeah. definitely a well-shot movie. It was uh, directed and written by David Robert Mitchell. Yeah. Who, it doesn't look like he's directed that much. But, I mean, this was, it was really good. Yeah. I saw that, I saw that two years ago. Okay. When it came out. Yeah, so it's coming out in, in uh, 2014. Yeah, so I don't, um, it's not as clear in my memory. Mm-hmm. However, I do remember the score was very good. This That yeah. was the one thing. Yeah. That I liked the best out of this entire yeah. movie. The score was awesome. It yeah. it really that made the film. And for anybody who doesn't know what it's about, essentially, uh, there's a thing that follows you mm-hmm. if you have sex with, I guess, a host. Essentially, yeah. Somebody they're not sure who, like agent at Agent X. Like, uh, what is what's the the phrase? Patient zero. Patient zero. Yeah, they yeah. don't know who that is, but somebody if somebody has sex with another person, mm-hmm. that causes the thing to follow that person, mm-hmm. and if the thing follows catches up to you, it will fuck you to death. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> that actually that that makes me think now. I'm thinking of those movies like Twenty Eight Days Later, mm-hmm. which is fantastic movie. That's that's one of my favorites, um, and. What's the other one? Contagion. Okay. Not that they're really related, but there is, there's like that element of like some kind of like virus, Mm -hmm. like, you know, spreading. So there's that one. And there was the movie Outbreak that came out in the nineties. You ever see Outbreak? I did see Outbreak. Actually, I I really liked Outbreak. I thought that was very good. That was, what is it? I don't know if they explicitly said it was Ebola, but I think they, they. Deadly airborne virus. Yeah. Yeah. They made it uh, essentially Ebola. Yeah, yeah, that I remember being very good. But yeah. it follows. I, I really enjoyed it. There's a few scenes that just really like. I was like, oh damn. Mm-hmm. There's one where the the giant yeah. guy he just kind of like appears, and that was just like, oh shit, that is mm-hmm. he is like a menacing dude. Mm-hmm. And there, but there was a few scenes. There's one thing that really stuck out that bothered me. Yeah, and it was, I don't know, one of the friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know if they they had an issue where the people who made the film. Yeah, I don't know if they had an issue where they just didn't want to show like a smartphone or a tablet or something like that. Yeah, but they had her what looked like a clamshell like makeup kind of thing. Yeah, where like you know how like the the top would be like a mirror and the bottom would have like the divide the the area where you would keep it the makeup. Right. They kind of made that into like a. I don't know, like a, a smartphone kind of thing where each side was like a screen and it would have information because she was like always looking up the news and oh, articles. I remember and this. Yeah. It was so bizarre. That was the one thing that like it's really stuck out and just mm-hmm. took me out of the film. And okay. I was just like, why is she on? Like nobody has this device. Yeah, no, this device doesn't exist. Well, they did they ever reference it in the movie? Nope. 
She yeah, see, just, that's weird. She was just on it, and she's like scrolling. And first off, it's a, it looked like a really awkward way to read something because yeah. it's a, it was small. It was a small little window, mm-hmm. and there's two of them, and you it just it, well, it did not. Well, you're supposed to like assume that it takes place in like an alternate universe or something Maybe. because it doesn't. Well, you never get that feeling. It's, no. it's. I guess it's hard to establish something like that because maybe they could have done a thing. She would be like, "By the way, I'm the first on the market to get this clam phone." Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I could understand. Maybe you didn't want to. I don't know if you have to pay to use like a cell, like a, a an Apple iPhone or something like that. Yeah. But maybe like if you needed to use an Apple iPhone, cover your hand up over it. Yeah. Or, Maybe have her give her a burner phone that nobody or keep that part out. That part didn't help the story yeah. at all, to be yeah. honest. I sometimes want in, in things like that. I, I want to like personally ask the director. Like I'm just curious, like why you did it. Yeah. Way. No, because who knows? They might have had a reason. Yeah. Who knows? For it, but yeah, as a viewer, like that that seems kind of strange. But I will say, and and we agree, the best part of that film by far was the score. Yeah. It was, truly amazing that made the film i was mm. i was kept getting sucked in every single time they they had like these little i don't know these just little pieces of score that mm. just came by and I'm like oh i want to watch more this is this is great yeah you know one thing we were talking about you asked me before like why people like horror movies mm-hmm. for me i i can watch a wide array of horror movies because i love the ones that are really good and i also love ones that are really bad and campy at okay, the same time. Sure. It's like one of those things where you can enjoy like both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I guess you, it's harder to watch like a really, like a really bad comedy or like, that's true. Or like watching, like I just last night I watched the movie Encino man and that movie's oh, God. pretty God awful. And I wanted to like laugh at some, and I laughed at some things, but at the end of the day, it's just really stupid. That movie is a bit dated. Yeah, it is dated. (laughs) Also has Brendan, it was uh, when Brendan Fraser was still working. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) R.I.P. For his career. No, he's he's still alive. Yeah. Um, Actually, I like Brendan Fraser. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to horror movies. But yeah, I I think you can see, I can see good in the bad ones as Mm -hmm. well as the the really well done ones. That, that's a good point. And there are, I would say, really only two genres that really work well with that. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm going to change that to three. One of them being horror movies. The other yeah. one being like action adventure. Yes. And the other yes. one being like sci-fi. Sure. Yeah. Because the bad sci-fi is just is great. I mean, that's what, what is it? Science theater. Mystery what, science. Yeah. That was what that was all about. Yeah. Well, a lot of, well, horror and science fiction can also kind of bridge gaps too. Yeah. Like they can kind of come together. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. It does does work for those and if you do have mystery science theater in, in the background oh yeah that always makes it better definitely yeah there's a few movies that like i was saying i love the thriller kind of psychological kind of stuff where mm-hmm. there was a one there was a movie in 2009 called the knowing starring nicholas cage mm-hmm. and is it's, it called the knowing or is it just called i the knowing? think it's the knowing but I, I could be wrong it says it says on i'm i'm just looking at imdb it just says knowing okay then but, it, uh, let's call it this, knowing. Is, this is one i haven't seen although i really want to see it because i'm a big fan of nicholas cage i will say that the first i'm gonna say the first three-fourths of the movie 
mm-hmm. are excellent. Yeah. They're really good. They have that, they fit that profile of psychological thriller. Yeah. Where this, this isn't giving anything away, essentially, because it's it's part of the, the trailer and, and, and everything. Mm-hmm. But it starts out, in, I believe, in the 50s. Mm-hmm. A young girl is, is in a classroom and they're going to be putting a time capsule in the ground. Yeah. So everybody can put put something in it that they want and this and that. So this one girl is sitting in the back of the classroom and she's just writing numbers on a mm-hmm. piece of paper, like really fast, like kind of like unnaturally fast. Yeah. So she's writing all these numbers on this piece of paper, front and back and this and that. And she wants to put this into the time capsule. Okay. She does 50 years later, Nicholas Cage's son is in the class that they take the time capsule out Excellent. and each student gets to take a piece from the time capsule and I don't know, like write a paper on it or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. So his kid takes that page out with all the numbers on it. And Nicholas Cage is like looking at it. Like, I don't know. He was, he was very intrigued about it. Sure. And he's looking at it and slowly he figures out that the numbers each correlate with some sort of tragedy. Okay. So over the past 50 years, on the paper, it shows like it had like nine eleven on it, mm-hmm. and this and that, and it would show like the date, the the time, the amount of people who died, and the yeah. location. Yeah. And so slowly, Nicholas Cage starts figuring this out, mm-hmm. and he eventually figures out, oh shit, this page ends. Yeah. And so it's kind of like he realizes the end of the world is coming up. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, oh shit, that's like a really kind of cool concept. That's a, mm-hmm. that's going to mess with your head. What would you do if you have in your hands, like you can see that you know when the world's going to end and shit like that. So that was yeah, like, what do you, really what do, you great. do with that, that knowledge? Yeah. The knowing, the knowing, <laughs> knowing that. And they had a really great concept. Yeah. It was uh, directed by, oh, and of course we literally looked up the name to pronounce it before and I'm going to forget it. Alex Proyo, Prius? Prius? Prius. Prius. Alex Prius, who wrote, who directed iRobot and Gods of Egypt. I didn't see Gods of Egypt. I believe that's like the Ten Commandments type movie, Yeah, that was like, that was one of those many movies that is based in Egypt and they filled the the cast with white people. And like Moses makes an appearance, right? Possibly. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't see it. Special appearance by Moses. (laughs) But... um, (laughs) Essentially, I don't know. I think they they were given a great idea, but they didn't know how to end it. Mm. So it kind of fell flat at the end. Yeah. It, at least in my my opinion, it just like it was building to this great thing, and they kind of just like like how do we end it? Should we go like Jesus aliens? Okay. Yeah. So it was just kind of like it fell flat in my opinion, but two. Three fourths of that movie, I was in total suspense, and I was just like, "Oh my god! Like, what? Like, what would you do with this information? This is like, he's like, who, who, how are you going to tell anybody this? Nobody's going to believe you. Yeah, like, this is this is crazy. What do you do? How do you save yourself and your and your family? You know, what you do. You steal the Declaration of Independence. That's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> what? What uh, what's the, what the hell's that movie? Uh, National National Treasure. Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Another great Nicolas Cage flick. Absolutely. Not a horror movie, but no. uh, but just a good movie overall. Have you ever seen The Wicker Man? No, I haven't seen The Wicker Man. I have not either, but I've seen enough of those memes mm-hmm. from him. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah. oh wow. I, so, I, pro- I, I might have. Over so there, I believe it was in the 1960s. 
there was a the movie The Wicker Man, and yeah. I guess it was a, a British or an Irish film or something like that. Mm. And apparently, it was legit scary. It was a really like heralded, heralded, Harold? heralded, heralded as a great horror film. I, I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, but it's all right. I'm gonna go with it. We're gonna go with it. It was known as a great horror film, mm-hmm. and they decided to remake it with Nicolas Cage, and like all the the nuance and mm-hmm. the scariness was apparently taken out of it for his kind of over the top, yeah, Nicolas Cage's Cageness, and it's where you get like things like oh, the bees, the bees, they're in my eyes. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. There's that kind of thing. There's like the doll, like why is she burned? Why is she burned? Mm-hmm. Why is she burned? And then he's like in a bear costume punching at women. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I you know that that brings up a good point. We we already talked about remakes in another we did. episode. But I, I I feel like with horror movies, I feel like they're the ones that seem to warrant the most remakes of, of everything else. You think about true. all the horror remakes, especially in recent years that we yeah. had, they've remade like Nightmare on Elm Street, right? And they I think so. Rob Zombies uh, remade a bunch of those. Ha- Halloween, yeah, right? Halloween. Uh, I think it was. Who, by the way, John Carpenter hates Rob Zombie. Like really, like they, because of that reason. He just doesn't. Yeah, he he just doesn't like him. I think, hmm. and probably that doesn't help things. Um, Interesting. But yeah, they have remade. They remade Carrie, and I'm, I've probably talked yep. about that before because I did watch because I love the original Carrie. I think I've the actually original, never seen it. The original Carrie is a fantastic movie. The remake I did not like because okay. for a lot of re- and and I think a big thing with remakes you have to take into consideration is technology mm-hmm. because Carrie was a movie from the seventies and when they remade it they they had it set in present day mm-hmm. and there's a lot like the fact that like I think I feel like in the remake she doesn't she's not very well versed with computers. Like she's not, yeah. Like she doesn't, or because it's not allowed in her house. And I Uh, guess, I guess some of that makes sense. But at the same time, like, how do you go through your life? Like, especially she goes to public school. Yeah. Like that. There's like a there's a weird disconnect there. I will say, and I might have said this already. uh, Julianne Moore does a great job as the mother in the remake. Okay. Because the mother, I feel like she could have played that part in the original too. Like she does a really good job. Mm -hmm. And they also added a scene in the new one that was in that kind of um, I guess gives you a little more insight. It wasn't necessarily needed. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it it makes things a bit clearer if that makes sense. Was it a scene uh, how they show where the kids were able to get lots of pig blood from? Yeah, no, that wasn't <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's like things like that that just um, it seems weird to me being set in the present day. Mm-hmm. But they seem to do that with a lot of. They remade the Evil Dead, which I never saw the remake of the Evil Dead. I never I, seen that, but I know that they've made a bunch of different Walking um, Dead, not Walking Dead, but. Evil Dead? Not oh well, they've made the bunch or, of or the Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Thank yeah, you. yeah. They've made a bunch of those type uh, of remakes. Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it, it's it's weird that horror movies seem to be the ones that weren't so many remakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know why they need to remake those. There's it's also there's both remakes, but there's also specific I don't know uh, like g- genres within the horror films that yeah. become like very big, like zombies were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like the longest time, and then I don't know vampires. I don't know really, were vampires really a big thing beyond like the the romance kind of vampires. Yeah, don't, I, I'm not. I've never been into vampire no. stuff except for what we do in the shadows. That was. <laughs> I loved <laughs> that, that movie. That's a. a a horror comedy. Yeah. Heavy on the comedy and, and very fun movie. They had the um 
the action film Van Helsing. Oh, and that kind right. of had Who was those that? monsters kind of thing. It was um Was that Hugh Jackman? No. Oh maybe. I feel like that was Hugh Jackman. Was it Hugh Jackman? I know that <laughs> I'm trying to think of the woman. She was in uh oh my god, I'm so bad with names. She was in Click. Um Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Mm. I think that's who it was. Right. Well, <laughs> I just Van Helsing, right? Van Helsing, yeah. I, I was Googling Val Helsing. Val Helsing. <laughs> That's, we should make that movie. Val Helsing. Yeah, well, I think uh, we were beaten to with those uh, epic movie guys. They made like a, a terrible version kind of thing of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into those guys again. Uh, <laughs> that just upsets me. Um, and I think this looks like Hugh Jackman to me. Um, but yeah, this is this is one I haven't seen. And the va- and like I said, the vampire thing, just yeah, it is Hugh Jackman. Okay, that's cool. that's not yeah, that was never for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but I am curious now as to why horror movies seem to warrant the most remakes, right? Wouldn't you say yeah. that of all of all the other genres, like they don't they don't remake comedies mm. all that much? Like there are some like right. they remade the In Laws. Remember the movie The In Laws? Did you ever see that from the seventies? No. Yeah, it was with um, Alan Arkin was one of them. I don't know the other one, but they remade it with Michael Douglas and Albert Brooks. Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, or they remade the like the Stepford Wives, which I guess okay. was more of a, actually. Well, the the new one was a comedy. I don't really know much about the old one. Hmm. Yeah, but horror movies seem to be the ones that that warrant the most remakes, and I don't really, I don't really get that because I, I feel like they're never as good, or they're always like a completely different take. Like yeah. they don't even deserve to have the same, the same name. Like I saw the original Omen, it was great. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the new one because I heard, I didn't hear great things about it. Or like when they remade Psycho, like no yeah. one likes that version of Psycho. Yeah, no that, one likes that version. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why uh, those ones they decide to to remake. Yeah, that's. Interesting. I guess I mean. It's name recognition. Sure. But they could do you could do that with anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely interesting. Yeah. The one thing I could say with a lot of like the monster type of movies is a, a lot of them are pretty much in public domain at this point. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the books of those monsters were written a long time ago. Frankenstein, for example, anybody can make a Frankenstein movie. Yes. Yeah. It's in public domain. I mean well, so, they made they made I Frankenstein, right? I think, did, was that with, um, oh my God. Aaron Eckhart. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. Me neither. But, but they make, or they make things, you know, they make like a little spinoff, um, I guess you call it a spinoff or just um, within the same realm like they did with, with Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. That one, I really don't know if that had anything to do with Frankenstein or if that was like a, a weird different thing. But they had one, it was with James McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe where Daniel Radcliffe played Igor. Oh, I, it was I like saw from the trailer his, for that. Yeah. It was like from his perspective. I never saw that movie. But that that kind of stuff I can I think is kind of interesting because, see, I feel like that's what they should do if they want to, instead of remaking a movie entirely, is kind of play off of That is movie. an interesting I don't, idea. I don't, mind, I don't mind them doing a movie stuff like from that. Like another character's perspective yeah yeah absolutely that's not too bad i also i want to talk a little bit about like the b-horror movies because i am a big fan of those okay there's a great one from the 70s and i say great lightly because it's it's terrible but fun it's called deathbed the bed that eats have you seen have you seen that that's the whole title it's called deathbed (laughs) i think it it might even have a colon deathbed the bed (laughs) that that yeah deathbed colon the bed that eats i have not seen that (laughs) okay if you wanna okay it's only an hour and 17 minutes so perfect so so you're you're not you're not wasting that much time um yeah it's pretty crazy it's there's a lot that's unexplained in that movie and i won't go too much into it but basically 
It's narrated by a guy who lives behind a painting and... Wait, I'm sorry. He, yeah. He lives behind a painting? A painting on the wall. He, like, can't escape. He's, like, trapped oh. in there. And it's, Wait, like, this... Because of the bed? The bed, like, did this to him. And it's... The bed has, like, stomach acid. And people come <laughs> and stay at this hotel. And, like, the bed, like, sucks people in. It's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. But... That's but incredible. See, but, see, I hope that never gets remade. Because what if they, like, remade it to make it actually, like... Where they tried to make it good, yeah, and then it just turned out to be just awful. Where it's not even fun anymore, right? Right. They they lose the um that I don't know that it factor yeah. of it being just kind of sticky and terrible. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I see. But to me, like I love watching those movies. Yeah, like, those are fun, and especially with like a mystery science theater, mm-hmm. uh, it's the best. It's have, so much fun. Have you seen? Because this one, this is in that realm of, of movies that I'm not necessarily interested in with horror films, but mm-hmm. stuff like The Babadook and The Conjuring. And I like The Babadook. Kind of yeah. Yeah, that one was very good. Also, I liked the one with the twins, the twin boys, uh, the German that. movie, Good Night Mommy. I don't that know that one. On. Yeah, that was very good. The, the big complaint about that one is people figure, there was like, I guess you figure out the twist right away. Um, but I think, but my my thing is, or my theory is that I don't think the director, I mean, I would have to find out, wanted to make it that complicated because it, it does seem, it is like very obvious to you right away. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of, and this is just a theory, he wants you to know the twist yeah. or what, what you think is the twist and then just kind of see how that plays out throughout the movie. Hmm. So it's kind of like a different take instead of like doing an M. Light Shyamalan, like... He was, yeah. he was dead the whole time. Uh. <laughs> you know, that is interesting, though. I, I didn't even, like, think of that initially. But there are kind of two styles. There's the one mm. where it's just, you know the bad guy, here's the bad guy, the bad guy's trying to kill the good people. Mm. And then there's the one where it's the more mystery sty- mm. style, where you're not really sure who the killer is yeah. and stuff like that. that yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. But which would you, if you had to pick one, which mm. one would you say you kind of enjoy more in the horror film kind of world? Oh, it really depends. I mean, trying to, I guess, figure out who the killer is is like a fun Fun mm-hmm. thing to do um but really it really would depend on the movie that's true yeah i, I mean it's for something like scream where you're trying to figure out like who's the killer mm-hmm. i mean that's fun yeah but then but then again it's not maybe when you rewatch the movie it's not as interesting because yeah. you already know i would happened. say there it would definitely have to be this specific type of movie you're watching because if you're watching one of the the freddy or the jason movies mm-hmm. and the whole time you're wondering who is it who's yeah. the killer i, I think maybe you you need to go take a nap. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah. Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I think like certain movies, they would obviously need, you would obviously know the whole time. Like, all oh, right, yeah, it's just, it's just as the bad guy. Yeah. They both could be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like they they both have their place. Um, have you have you seen the Saw movies? I I've seen a few of the Saw movies. I haven't seen. Did you see Saw? I saw I saw Saw. You saw Saw. I saw okay. Saw. I saw. I don't remember which one I saw up to. There was one, I think there were, I probably saw one and two. There's like maybe 16 the third one. at this point, but. Yeah, maybe the third one I saw, but um, yeah, those were, it was fun, kind of fun. It got a little bit much, I but liked, it was fun. I liked the first two. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really liked the second one I remember, and I have to, I would have to go back and rewatch them. Was that one, they were in like a house? Yeah, I thought that one was really cool, uh, but then by, but then like, spoiler alert, Jigsaw's like dead by like the second one, but then he like is still doing shit because he like there are things happening simultaneously okay then I, I think i saw the 
the, up to the third one because I, if I'm not mistaken, the third one has like his protege yeah. kind of taking over, but maybe but she takes it too far. Yeah, in that like he was like a sick person, but he would at least like allow you to escape mm-hmm. somewhat intact. But like yeah. she was just like, oh, you beat the game, still mm. you're gonna die. Yeah. Well, I remember one. I'll always remember one gruesome scene, and I believe it was in the second one. Where they they're in a pit of needles. Oh yeah. And that and I was watching I was watching with someone who actually had to leave the room and said I can't I can't deal with this. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I but I like the second one because it had more characters. Mm-hmm. It was more, it was interesting. I would have to rewatch the first one because the first time I saw it it was very like I, I was laughing a lot. Really. I didn't take it seriously enough. Was yeah. it because of Carrie uh, Ellis? Carrie Ellis. Yes. Well, there was like a lot of cheesy jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but. Overall, that's like one of those more, I would say, psychological. That's definitely more psychological mm-hmm. thriller. Yeah. Um, and they're with the gruesomeness, too. Sure. Because there's a guy sawing off his leg. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Did you ever see, it was a movie from the 90s. Mm. And it was around the time when, before, like, everybody having a computer and everybody having the internet was a thing. Mm-hmm. It was called The Net. No. So it was a movie starring Sandra Bullock. Okay. And honestly, that might be an interesting remake because it is more prevalent kind of today with everybody just constantly being connected. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. She does something. She uncovers something. And some bad guys who are very well versed with the internet Mm -hmm. kind of wipe her out in a George Orwellian kind of way where Mm -hmm. she doesn't exist anymore. They like just nobody knows of her existence. And they start killing off like people that she knows. Because she, I guess, found out some information uh, about, like, some people because she had access to a computer. She, like, worked at some sort of company and and her job entailed her to be on the computers and stuff like that. But it had, like, it was very, I don't know, like a, a juvenile take on the internet. Mm-hmm. Not in, in, like, a, maybe juvenile isn't the right word, but maybe more ignorant kind of take mm-hmm. on it. Because, like, it was, like... Oh, the internet can do all these things. Maybe today, yeah. But like back in the day, I don't know if you have that much uh, ability to do all those things. But it was yeah. an interesting. You get the thrill. dial tones. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nothing scarier than that. Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely an interesting kind of thriller kind of kind of take because it it was like oh shit is she is she gonna live what's going on all these people around her are dying and how is she gonna get away with this kind of thing it was mm. kind of cool. That actually sounds very interesting. And yeah. Now, now that's something I want to check out. I, I would recommend it. It's not the best, but no. it's it's a fun film to watch. Yeah, you know that. But like I was talking about before with technology, how like as technology evolves, like you have to change certain things about horror movies. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I want to go back to Scream again. <laughs> I know I keep mentioning that movie, and it's okay. not the best. But they made a Scream Four, which hmm. was I guess using and I don't I don't know if I saw the whole movie. I did see the whole movie, I'm sorry, but I don't remember it that well. And it um and I'm guessing it was more they, they use a lot more of like modern technology where it's like you go back to the original scream where she's, you know, talking to the killer on the phone. It's like what if she had if she has a cell phone then or she knows who's calling, she could say like caller yeah. ID or if it's like I mean I guess they could say like unknown number, but there's easier ways like who is this guy like a call like you know they can track him or mm-hmm. like there's they would have there would be like more more intricate things that they would have to throw into the movie whereas like back then it could be more simplistic because we didn't have that kind of we didn't have cell phones right or 
there were, I guess, like the first cell phones if you were super wealthy or like car phones because <laughs> yeah. it was 96. So, yeah, so that, that kind of stuff evolves over time. And that's why I get um, weary about those, about the remakes, mm-hmm. about the remakes of these movies because it's really hard to keep up with the changing times and how are you going to make that, how are you going to use that same story and convert it to today. Right. You really have to find ways to update it. You could do you could do what like Baz Luhrmann did with Romeo and Juliet, kind of just keep the same Shakespeare script mm-hmm. and but throw them into modern day situations and then tell people that or just expect the audience to accept it as normal. Yeah. Um, that's my own that's my own qualm with Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you do have a point. I think people like joke around, but they say if Home Alone was made today, it'd be a much different film. Mm-hmm. Where they leave, the parents leave, and Kevin will just pick up his cell phone yeah. and say, "Hey, Ma, you left me at home." Yeah, <laughs> Mom, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you are a terrible parent. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, but at least it existed at one point or another. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you? I'm sure you have seen it. This is by far my favorite like horror thriller movie, mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, of course. And that I think is just—it's so perfect because it has—it's—it is like psychological. It's suspenseful. It—it's creepy. Yeah. But there's no, there's not really I don't, any jump scares, which I kind of like. There was, I think, one where she's looking. It was something about the hit one of his old patients, something Moffat. And he goes into, she goes into like an old um, storage uh, warehouse kind of thing. And she finds like uh, like a fermented head in a yeah. jar. I think that might have been the one like kind of jump scare. Yeah. But for the most part, it was more just like there's a, it's a like, psychological kind of uh, experience where you're trying to deal with one murderer mm-hmm. psycho and she's trying to gain help from another murderer psycho. And it's just... It's really. Uh, it's I, a love very, that game. I love that movie. That movie is well. It's. I mean, it's a classic. And yeah, there's a lot of um, intricacies mm-hmm. within that movie. And it's kind of. A, it's a like a in a different class of horror movie. I would say because yeah. it's. It was. I mean, it was very like critically acclaimed too at the time. Oh yeah, you know what? That's actually something that. I mean, how many horror movies now do you see like getting right? Oscars? Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't think of one. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Like they, that's the thing. They kind of they they sort of fly under the radar, and a lot of them too. They just they they cram them in at like Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now we're in March, and I just saw Get Out, which came out um, maybe a couple weeks ago. Uh, and like, why release it now? I don't. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But why? Why not? Uh, I always think like whenever Halloween comes around, they always have those those marathons that you can find where they just play like. Mm-hmm. Nonstop, like I think AMC might do it. IFC, I think might do yeah, it as like, well. Yeah, horror just... movie marathons, exactly. or like, or even like a series. Like they'll do like a Halloween series, like yeah. Halloween, like one through twenty five. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, they they definitely do that. Yeah, it's it's weird how they decide like. For thinking about it and same with with horror and with comedy too how they don't ever seem to win oscars yeah they, they don't they kind of those are the movies that are overlooked mm-hmm. but you know if you do if you do a musical then uh you're bound to get in yeah so just because you're different right um i haven't seen la la land so don't don't hate me for that <laughs> so i'll see you know what i'll see it and then and then i'll let you know what i think all right excellent about that. Yeah. I believe we, we mentioned, we've talked about this before, but you saw 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? Yes. That movie 
I thought it was amazing. That movie's great just for John Goodman John alone. Goodman is insane. Fantastic performance. So good. Yeah. That movie was... And, and it does sort of connect to the original Cloverfield, right? I don't you know. You know. Maybe not. Because I think... Because like at the end, there's like there's like an alien, but I don't think it's the same type mm. of alien. Because I yeah. think in the first Cloverfield, it's more of like a... Uh, was it like H.P. Lovecraft kind of alien? Yeah. Where this one just I don't know what kind of alien it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. There's I, a part I really of me like that thinks it's gonna. It's like a Twilight Zone kind of thing where mm-hmm. anything related to that name Cloverfield is where some sort of craziness is gonna happen. You're probably right. But yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But that I loved that movie. Fantastic that was a great movie. thriller. That's like a I, for me a perfect thriller. Perfect thriller. Where mm-hmm. there are moments where you just you watch you start questioning yourself. You're like. Wait, is there actually something going on, or did John Goodman just find her and bring yeah, her down? Well, you're not sure if he's a good guy or a bad. Like you, yeah. you don't know. You don't know what the the motive is there, and that that's what kind of get. But that's the thing that hooks you in. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps you paying attention. Oh yeah, and they all have that one mo- moment where like she goes up into I don't know that that skylight area yeah. and she sees like the help or something like that yeah. written on. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting glass. goosebumps right now thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But like that's one of those moments where you're just like, oh fuck, like, yeah. He's not a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I just got like the chills thinking about that. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We're we're, <laughs> we, we're gonna add that in. <laughs> we'll, well, we add our spoilers in after. Yeah, we can we can cut it and put it in in before. I'm just <laughs> saying a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, but there there's a lot of good good stuff out there and i and also i i never like to discount genres either and i think mm-hmm. that's important to say because there i know people who are just like i don't do horror movies i don't yeah. watch them I'm like well you should give them a chance right and it's like they're not they're then we start with one that's not that scary yeah and um, there might be like specific types of horror movies that you like there might be some that you don't like start with a silly one you yeah. know start if you start with a b-horror movie you can oh, laugh totally. at it you can laugh at it and be like oh this is ridiculous like Absolutely. deathbed, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like if that scares you, then That's you're, you're ridiculous. Was I, and I don't. I never saw it, but wasn't there a movie about like a killer tire? Rubber. Okay, yeah. I kind of like Rubber. Actually, I I think it's actually a decent movie for some for 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 a few reasons. <laughs> but would you say that's a horror film? Yeah, kind. Yeah, um, I would I would say it's it's in the horror. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Um, but it's it's there's comedy too. Yeah. I think I think it's it is sort of self aware. Honestly, the production value of that movie is great, and just the tire rolling by itself. That's like not an easy thing to shoot. Just like a tire rolling by itself. Like, like I don't know how they did it. I really yeah. don't. I really don't. All know how practical effects. Yeah, though there's there's certain things, and the tire is like very tire uses like well what I would call like a mind control, but I don't even know if it has a mind so <laughs> to like blow up things and kill things. Yeah. And there's a lot of scenes where, where there's a few where it's just like rolling. It's like the tires alone rolling down the road and, you know, showing like the long tire life. I don't know. I think it's fun. Awesome. <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously it sounds ridiculous and it's slightly ridiculous, but I would, I would check it out. It's, it's a fun movie. Rubber yes. the, the homicidal tire. The homicidal tire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, That's great. Yeah, so I mean, I I think um, overall, I would say you and me are both big horror movie fans. 
Yeah, I think you just got to find um, find the types that, that speak to you, you know? Find what speaks to you, and I'm looking now, and there's one I want to see, and maybe we can even talk about it in our next episode, or our next movie episode, yeah, is man. the movie Green Room, which I haven't seen yet, and I hear is, is Green fantastic. Room, fantastic. Um, it's with Patrick Stewart, I know, and um, it's about, it's, it has something to do with uh, a rock club, and they're like trapped in the back of the green room, it's like, and something to do with... Um, Nazi skinheads. It's oh. all all that stuff is roped into it, and it's supposed to be freaky. All right. And well, Patrick Stewart's in it, so yeah. that's got to be good. And also the late Anton Yelchin, which mm. still that actually um, because he's our age, that that's a tough one. Yeah, um, that's pretty crazy. That's a tough one, but that's that's actually a movie I've been mean to see, and maybe I'll watch it this week yeah. and get back to you guys on it. You know what just popped in my head uh, of a type of horror movie that seems to be big it's the like slaughter survivor kind of horror movies like the purge Mm -hmm. and they're coming out with a new movie it's like similar to the purge but like an office building where Mm -hmm. they're some i don't know like the the man and the speaker just coming down and they shut down the whole building it's like there's currently like 50 of you in the building Mm -hmm. at at the end of like two hours there better be only 30 oh good luck and like or we're gonna kill you all kind Mm -hmm. of deal and so, like, people start killing each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I like stuff like that. Those, like, what would you do in this situation? Yeah. That 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 seems like that would be a fun one to watch. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. There is uh, two things I just want to shout out. It's these yeah. two uh, YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. And I became somewhat friendly with one of the, the guys who they did a podcast together called Movie Men. Okay. And so just it, it didn't work out their schedules for the podcast, but they still do their own individual uh, YouTube channel. So I want to yeah. shout out to Greg, who does Movie Men. Okay. And he talks about all films, but also horror films as well. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy that. And then they called him Mr. B, who's the co-host, and he has a YouTube channel called Being Scared. Okay. And that's also, he tells uh, scary stories. And stuff like that. And that's also really enjoyable. I want to shout out to both of them. Definitely, I would recommend checking those guys out. All right. Check those guys out. And also, I'm going to shout out to Nickelodeon's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. Great series. That was excellent. (laughs) I love that show. Dude, Gilbert Gottfried was in a few of those episodes. And he is a scary, uh, scary guy. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's just a great, great show. So I'm just going to plug a show from the 90s. Why not? Perfect. Cool. Yeah, that might come back. Wherever up. wherever you can find it. I have no yeah. idea where that exists right that now. Should, that should go show up on uh, Netflix. Yeah. That would be a great thing to show up on Netflix. One day. Yeah, one day. We can only hope. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, check out some good horror movies. Any, any of the ones you recommended? Or leave us some comments. Any horror movies that you recommend for us? Definitely. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace.